we'll start and, and, and get, dive into our bonus interview. We are excited to welcome Catherine Lord, MSW, to CMA. She is now the Director of Club Services. She brings more than a decade of experience in marketing, communications, event management, and project development. We are excited to have her with us. Uh, Catherine has the distinction of joining the CMA team during the pandemic. So Kyle and I have actually never been in a room with Catherine, but we really do look forward to meeting her actually in person. But we, <laughs> we have now been on many Zoom meetings with her um, and been working with her over the last uh, six weeks. So welcome, Catherine. Thank welcome. you so much, Melissa and Kyle. And I would say one caveat, we have been in a Zoom room together. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so many virtual rooms together. Many. You know, I'm not yet convinced that you don't actually just live inside my computer. I'm pretty I'm, sure. Maybe I do, Kyle. <laughs> Some version of me does. Uh, I feel like we all live in our computers right now. That's just how it goes. Well, we're obviously very excited to have you join us and be on the CMAA team. Um, Catherine is also the managing director for the Club Spawn Fitness Association as well. So she wears, like all of us, multiple hats. Multiple I've hats. noticed this. This is, a, this is a theme over here at CMA. <laughs> yes. We like our hats, okay? It's fine. <laughs> That's true. It's fine. So I think the goal of our chat today is just to get to know Catherine a little bit. So Melissa, why don't you kick it off, keeper of the questions? <laughs> so tell us, Catherine, tell us a little about yourself. How did, how did you get here to CMAA? Yes. What a, what a windy road. <laughs> so my background is in business. I went to the University of Colorado and got my degree in business with an emphasis in marketing and have been a people person my whole life. So after graduating, I worked for a couple of different marketing firms and a PR agency. And in fact, while I was in college, I worked in a couple of different genres from the music industry um, and then over to hospitality, working at a restaurant in a couple of different um, positions. And then... I had been in business for, I don't know, eight or eight years or something, and was noticing at different organizations where I worked that there was kind of a lack of communication or understanding between staff and management. And I was really curious about this relationship and the dynamics between employees and the people for whom they work. And especially in places like the restaurant industry where I was really familiar, you have so many people on the ground working in restaurants, but the management of the business are likely offsite in a home office somewhere headquarters. And so there's, you, you miss this connection between what's happening on the ground and what's happening in the headquarters. So I, I started noticing some patterns there and just kept asking these questions of how can we be better? How can we communicate more effectively? How can we understand our employees? And through a couple of different uh, processes, I discovered that I needed to go back to school to help answer some of those questions. So I left my corporate job and returned to graduate school and received my master's in social work, which is what the MSW is. And while I was in that program, 
I focused on leadership and community organizing. And social work, for those who don't know, it's so much more than kind of what we think it is and what it had like for the reputation that social workers have. Of course, social workers who are in child protective services and you know human human services, all of these sort of quote unquote typical jobs we think of when we think of social workers, those are all amazing and very important. But social work education and social workers themselves provide a perspective that includes a, a, a holistic attitude of trying to understand both what's happening individually and what's happening in the system itself. Mm-hmm. So my social work education really informed how I thought about management, how I thought about leadership, and how I thought about re-entering the business world. And my intention all along was not to become a social worker. Yeah. Although once you go to social work school, once a social worker, always a social I'm worker. Social worker. <laughs> um, so I am forever a social worker in my heart. And, and so, but I had always wanted to take my social work education and parlay it over to the business world. So when I graduated at the time, my husband and I were still in Denver and for work, he, and then we needed to move to Washington, DC. So I um, was looking for jobs and it landed with uh, another association called the Council on Social Work Education and that's the Association for Social Work Faculty. And I did a lot of program development for them and it was a, a really beautiful blending of the business side and sort of project management and development, as well as my social work experience. So I did that. And then being here in the association world, uh, my dear friend, Julie Montross, uh, who also moved over to CMAA and, of course, is now our senior VP of business development Um, She and I had worked together at the previous association and just had a blast. And when the position came up for CSFA and CMAA, she called me and said, I think this would be great. And here I am. And it's great. Well, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So that's like I mentioned, it's it's kind of a curvy road, but I've told other folks as I've been describing this new role that everything in my past seems to continuously fold into where I am. So, you know, before I had sort of the business background and then I got the social work degree and then I got to do business and social work. And now in this role, it's management, leadership. Personally, I'm very invested in spa and wellness and fitness. And now I get to add in a bit of my hospitality roots as well. So it's just a really beautiful mixture of all of the things that I really am passionate about. That's fantastic. I like windy roads because I was on one too. So I think most people are, I mean, it's certainly now. I feel like it's natural, but I think it's very cool. You have a very like interdisciplinary background, which I love. So that's very awesome. And we're stoked that you're here and on our team and bringing your um, different perspective to things. So thank you. What's the next question, what, Melissa? Well, my next question was going to be, what are you passionate about? But you actually already answered our question that, you know, and you, and you brought up all that other stuff. So let's, t- let's talk about what is the coolest thing that you're working on right now? The coolest thing I am working on well, I have two, uh, lots of cool things, but two things are coming to mind 
at this hour on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, the CSFA is putting out a COVID-19 response webinar once a week on Thursdays. And the first one actually was published or was recorded the first week that I was at CSFA. So really hit the ground running with those. And I have just been so amazed and inspired by and enthusiastic about all of the content that we are producing. Of course, CMAA is also putting out a lot of material. And I think that's tremendous, but particularly with the groups that I'm working with at CSFA, the board is phenomenal and so um, just expert, their expertise in the stuff that we're talking about, even though a lot of it is unknown right now, the way that they can speak to all of the considerations that we should have looking at what's going on with the pandemic and how our clubs are responding is really incredible. So that's really fun is thinking about, you know, what can we produce? What do people in our community need to hear? And then who are the experts in our field who can help us share this information? So I'm getting to know lots of people very quickly through this mechanism. Um, And then the second thing that's cool is that CSFA generally has a conference, an in-person conference every July. And of course, because of everything that's going on, we've transitioned this conference to a virtual format, postponing the in-person hopefully to this fall. But having everyone start to think about this virtual conference, which we haven't done before. Of course, this is happening all around us that people are doing virtual conferences. But for this a particular situation for a group of people that are so invested in in like in touch business, fitness and spa are high touch industries, mm-hmm. and so learning to present a conference where we're virtual is a challenge, but is really exciting to me. So I'm looking forward to seeing you know, what kind of speakers we can have, what kind of virtual networking we can do and and it'll be my first opportunity in connecting with our larger membership um and i i i think it's a really awesome group and it's going to be a great opportunity very cool very cool yeah so you know we know you're not all just about work and we we happen to know kyle and i happen to know that you have a podcast oh yeah as, as well as, you know, and as you, as everyone knows that Kyle and I are huge podcast listeners and, and podcast, um, nerds, you know, we're podcast nerds. We're podcast nerds. Okay, Just say it um, You know, so what, what other hobbies do you have? What other things do you do outside your work hours? So, yeah, so the, the podcast, uh, brief plug, it's called It's Your Sister, uh, that my sister and I share and co-host. And other things that I do, I, as well as being a people person, I am a, I am a movement person. I don't sit still very well. And so anything that gets me moving and outside is my favorite thing. So I really enjoy, you know, everything from hiking to picnicking in the park. I also love to entertain. And so in regular times. My husband and I are often having dinner parties on the weekend. I love to bake. I am, I, I do follow a gluten-free diet. Um, and so I, 
am constantly trying new recipes um, that adhere to various dietary restrictions. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I do. I like all of those things. I mm-hmm. do enjoy being outside and moving my body because it keeps me from going totally insane. Um, yeah. But then also baking any and all delicious treats. All the things. Yeah. That's why we do the hiking. So it's all about the balance. Yeah, gotta be outside. I've been right, getting a lot of like Facebook memories popping up because my oh. wedding anniversary is in like two weeks, and I was doing a lot of like test baking for my wedding, <laughs> and so all of my memories are like, here's another cake, and here's another cake. Like, Man, I should really should make another cake. We would really like you to get married again, Kyle. Oh, did you get the same person? Same person, but you're but working in an office with Kyle while she was um, perfecting her wedding cake um, was phenomenal because we got wedding cake every week. And pause. You baked your own wedding cake. Yeah, but to be fair, my wedding was quite small, so it was much less impressive than it sounds. It was a it was a beautiful cake. We'll we'll share it with the podcast. It tasted really good. I bet it was delicious. I bet it was delicious. But now I want to make it again because it was really, mm-hmm. really good. And mm. I finally have flour because all of the yeah, run on flour was gone. But then I just ordered a 50-pound bag of it, and it's showing up today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, I'll tell it. you, now is the time to go gluten-free. We have not sure. struggled to get gluten-free flour because nobody wants that. That's fair. <laughs> no, nobody wants that kind of negativity in their life. Oh, I understand. I was gluten free for a little while, like, but because I did paleo. But oh, okay. And, I'm actually gluten free and dairy free, um, which I've been since 2004. The part so. of me that's like loves cheese is deeply saddened by that. I know. I, I had to pe- perfect baking without eggs, dairy, um, nuts, anything like that. So I'm, I'm all with you. I got it. I, I can do it all. <laughs> I can do it all. <laughs> That's great. Womp womp. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for joining us. We really appreciate it. You're so welcome, Melissa and Kyle. This was a blast. I Hopefully. just subscribed. I subscribed to your podcast, FYI. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We have a well, good yeah. time. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we're excited Welcome to be on our team. Thanks so much. <laughs> excited to be here.